and welcome back to Hollywood Dish, the show where we dish all things Hollywood. I'm Rebecca North. And I'm Nicole Rovine. And we're back again, and we're lucky enough to have a very special guest this week who we'll introduce shortly. But before we bring our guest, Nicole, how are you? What's your weekly update? I'm good. It feels good to be back in the groove. We're back after one week, and so we have a lot to talk about, and it also just feels good that we're, we're right back. So not as much to report as I was saying right before we went on. I just went out to dinner with my friend, and I put my hair in a braid because I was like, I'm going to get beachy waves for the podcast. And if you're watching on YouTube, you can see that it was a flop. Um, <laughs> my hair just looks greasy and like even wet, uh, but I look kind of tan right now with this lighting, so yeah. I think... So, so then Rebecca and our guest were both like, I was like, my beachy waves didn't work. And they're like, but you, you look beachy anyway. So um, not to, to say what you already said, but you know, so I, I feel good that you guys think that I look beachy regardless. Um, thank you for that. And that's my main update, honestly, is that my beachy waves didn't work, but I somehow landed the vibe execution. Like the execution is there in ways I didn't ever anticipate. And I can't complain about that. If you're listening on audio, her hair is such good beachy waves to it. They'll never know. Um, oh, I'm good. Right. <laughs> yeah, so just, just play it all that way. Um, I'm good. Uh, no complaints. There was a gorgeous sunset here tonight, and I'm going out for margaritas after this. So no complaints. Um, we're starting an hour late. That's me. My work schedule on the West Coast kind of pushes back. So thanks for still joining live an hour later than usual, and thanks for accommodating, Nicole. And yeah, I mean, I think it's time to introduce our guests. Do you want to do the honors? Yes. Of course. So yeah, we just wanted to get right into this. Our guest is another, uh, just a pop culture person who we are so excited to get all of their takes on everything. We just want to jump right into it. You definitely know her from the SNL network, making the rounds on the round tables, joined us for a lot of content starting in the like summer, fall. And we are just so excited. We are so, so excited to welcome Morgan Kaloran. Morgan, how are you? I'm great. I'm so happy to be here. Um, when like you guys started this segment of the pod, I was like, this is what we needed. And I'm excited and let's gossip and let's get into it. <laughs> yeah, I'm excited because this is our first podcast ever, really time ever meeting before. So yeah. I'm really happy to, that you're able Thank to come join us met. this week. Yeah, and we love anytime the SNL Network, obviously just the two of us is girl power when it's me and Rebecca, but three women on on this podcast is we just have to celebrate it. It's just yes. an international international women's day is I think um what's today? It's five Absolutely. days from now. So so we're celebrating today with three women on the podcast. That wasn't planned. Um, but like it's it, it's the vibe, it's the moment. So we're so excited. Yeah. Feminism wins. Woo. And wait, before we start, actually, I do have a follow up from last week. I believe we made a bet on the podcast and I believe that someone in this call won. So, yeah, they did not mention Kanye and SNL. So, right. They did. Yep. Not to my knowledge. Not, okay. Yes. Yeah. Yep. You win the bet. I, I lose. I was very uh, I, I tried to win the bet. And I, you know what? Integrity wins because you were you really like. Yeah. You you stuck to your guns, whereas I just tried to game the system in the way that I took on the bet, and you deserve to win this one. So I'm, I'm proud of you. Thank you. I Thank really you. thought that they were going to say at least something or like on weekend update, <laughs> like a little plug there because like 
they Kanye was mentioning SNL specifically and like Lauren specifically. So like I thought there was going to be something, and I was also waiting for it, Nicole. I was with you there. So yeah. I'm well, the good thing is, is obviously we have a Kanye story later on. So we can rediscuss and we can make a, a, con- a weekly Kanye bet later on today. But before we dive into all things pop culture and all the stories, I did just want to update on a lot of the news that we're hearing in Ukraine right now. Um, there is so much to report on and we're not going to dive deep into a lot of it. I'm just going to read the most recent headline that actually is like 30 minutes it was posted and a fire at a bombed power plant in Ukraine raises concern of a nuclear accident. So Europe's largest nuclear plant was on fire earlier today or Friday in Ukraine, uh, enduring heavy shelling from Russian forces in the southern Ukraine city. And there are big concerns about a nuclear accident. There are a lot of people begging for just all the bombing and stuff to stop, at least to put out these fires. So this is just a really little bit of news and a much larger story that we've been seeing since last week. And again, we're not going to dive any deeper into it, but we want to say our hearts go out to everyone in Ukraine and we hope everyone's staying safe. I know there's certain resources online, like you could send stuff from Amazon to people or even refugees in Ukraine, or I've seen people booking Airbnbs to at least give some sort of money to small business owners in Ukraine. So definitely just wanted to mention it before we dive into all things pop culture. Yes, we definitely, our hearts go out to everybody. And I think um, it's it's great that that people over here are really, I think, doing good work and and just trying to like do the best that we can from, from a distance. And so, yeah, we just wanted to, to definitely start with that. And to segue into a celebrity who I think doesn't get enough credit for her humanitarian efforts, but has done so much for humanity and with her celebrity status. That's not what the story is about, but that's the celebrity that it's about. It is someone- Good segue. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was good, it was good, yeah. Right, it was like, it it was topical. So this is somebody who SNL has had a really pretty pretty good, fun, longstanding history with, and it's Madonna. I don't know that we've talked about Madonna yet on this podcast, but I know that Rebecca, you are a big Madonna person, and- we are just, I am really excited about this. So that there's a biopic about Madonna and the casting process feels kind of like it's out of a movie. It's basically, there's these grueling like dance recitals and, and you have to meet with Madonna herself, Madonna's choreographer. And every, it feels like every, every celebrity age is like 22 to 29, even, or, you know, in one person's case, um, who has been in the news about her age, um, you know, into their thirties, like, I mean, Alexa Demi, who is ageless. And so Alexa Demi, everyone on Euphoria, it feels like Sydney Sweeney, Barbie Ferreira reportedly also auditioned, Julia Garner, Florence Pugh. It feels like everybody has auditioned for, for this role and they are, they're, they're going through the process. And I I think this is, I I hope they make a documentary about this process, like they did with the Legally Blonde musical, um, like 10, 15 years ago, the casting for that. It's just, I'm like, from the sidelines, I I feel like every detail about this, I'm just soaking up. And I I can't wait for the biopic. But even more, I think that the process of hearing about the auditions is even more fun than the biopic will be. So Rebecca, what, what do you think of this as a huge Madonna fan? 
Yeah. So actually, like we were just talking about this. Nicole didn't even realize when like we were discussing to yeah. pick this story. Like I love Madonna and I know everything about her story. And I mean, I'm curious more about the biopic itself and what they're going to target because Madonna is 63 years old. And I mean, the first important thing happened when she was five and she was younger. Her mom passed away when she was five. So I wonder if they're going to start the story all the way from then, in which case they would need multiple actresses like to go up all the way. So it kind of seems like they're going to target like MTV Madonna kind of breaking the world by having a bunch of people in their twenties, thirties be auditioning for this. So I'm super excited and we'll definitely cover when, whenever the biopic comes out, we'll definitely discuss this in depth more because Madonna's story is so cool. And she is like one of the most badass women in like history in my mind. So I think super excited to hear this. Yeah. The casting process is wild though. Like so many people are going out. I mean, to say that you played Madonna is so sick, but just the wide variety of different different types of people, different acting styles, different looks in general. So I'm really, I'm interested. And I'm curious, like, who you both also think would, think would make a good Madonna. And Morgan, I really want to get your take on this. Yeah, for sure. No, like, when I was reading about it earlier, like, just to literally, like, scroll and see, like, every big female actress and even newer ones that were like no that we know and love like trying out for this role is just like insane and I literally don't know how they're going to choose because I feel like each actress can kind of like portray Madonna in their own way do you think that they have to be also like really good at like singing or do you think they'll do like Madonna voiceovers for that oh that's a question yeah if you know like Nicole, when you made a TikTok about like maybe Miley being a potential. Yes. I was like, well, she would do the vocals like amazingly too. Um, oh my God. Yeah. Yeah. There's a lot yeah. that to it. Well, that goes for who I think should be on it. Um, no one that we've listed that has auditioned. I don't know if she has. And she's not as well known, but Renee Rapp, she was Leighton in Sex Lives oh! of College Girls. She oh! doesn't not look like a young Madonna. And also she was a Regina George on uh, uh, Mean Girls on Broadway. And if you follow her on TikTok, like she could sing. So that was two birds with one stone. Like be such a good that's like who I'm throwing into the ring which I don't think Ooh. I have that choice but <laughs> oh no dude that's so good I can't even believe I didn't think of her because I love following her on TikTok I actually I'm like a huge mean girls person and huge Broadway person and everything I followed her on TikTok before I knew that she did mean girls on Broadway I just thought oh here's this this like fun cool girl who like sings and is like a, just like a fun follow and somebody who I like I want to hear sing because like I can't sing and I was just like I had no idea how famous she was and how many cool things that she's done and that that was a year or two ago and now I saw the sex lives of college girls I loved her in it she was so good so captivating and in, in that like mean girl role and I think Madonna she would capture Madonna in that light of like not mean girl but this very assertive, confident, bold light. And especially, I mean, Regina George, the ultimate assertive, I, I would hesitate on confident because I think that there are insecurities in the yeah. Regina George character, you know, but like she just, she would have such a cool portrait. I love that you brought it up, Rebecca. I I, I, I love her. That's great. I, like, That's a good one. thinking about it. I don't know how to act upon it. Like, I don't have a say, but I want to like mm. text her and be like, girl, you got to throw your hat in the ring here. Comment on her TikTok. She's very active on it. 
Okay. Just I every will. every new TikTok be like, hey, have you have you you know are you working on the? Although if she's not already in the running, it's probably too late because they're, too they're late. knee deep. Okay, that is okay. But of the people such running, such a good take. Okay, Who well, do you okay, think? I did make this. I did. I did make a TikTok about Miley. I think. But here's the thing, Miley. Did she audition? I don't. Is she like? I don't think so. But I, okay. Miley is the only person who I think would be good at it and could potentially be in the running who might be too famous for it on some level. I think that Miley and Madonna, it, when we look back in a hundred years on, on pop icons, I think Miley and Madonna will be very similar in how we view them. Just g- different generations is, is the main difference. And so I do think maybe Miley is too famous. And I don't just mean too famous because no one is too famous to play Madonna. I mean, her legacy is too similar to Madonna's that maybe it's something that she wouldn't do and I could respect that. But I just, it would be so cool because I'm the biggest Miley fan and, and I'd love to see her do something like that and and lean into the Lady Gaga kind of route of doing these huge movie roles every two and a half years and releasing music too. And I, I just think that would be a fun route for Miley. But in terms of who's in the running, I think... So when I was making the the jokes about age, for for context, for people who don't know, Alexa Demi is one of the main actresses on Euphoria, and her age was reported to be, this was season one, so 2019, her age was reported to be 19, uh, not not 19, 24, (laughs) and then it turned out people were were pulling up high school uh, yearbooks, and and it was like, no, she's not 24, she's older than that, and now it's like the I think it's kind of a positive spin on ageism because people are like she looks so good and people make memes about Alexa in Egypt and ancient history and it's kind of funny and endearing but uh, she's 31 she's not old we, we are we're, we're messed up that we think oh my god she looks so good for 31 she just looks good period so I think obviously she has dark hair and most of the other actresses in the running have light hair but her if you just look at her face she looks like Madonna and she can dye her hair or wear a wig. Madonna had lighter cool. hair, darker hair. Madonna had darker hair. When That's she true. She, That's also true. So, so she looks the way we see Madonna, I guess she doesn't look like, but she looks, I honestly, vibe wise, in terms of everyone we've heard reported, I, I would go Alexa. Yeah, I disagree with both her and Miley. Miley, you wouldn't be able to separate. I mean, Lady Gaga and A Star is Born and Lady Gaga and House of Gucci is Lady Gaga still. You know it's her. Yeah. I think you'd be doing Madonna a disservice to have Miley Cyrus do it because she's not. I would like a completely unknown actress to actually play it and like had this be a major breakout role, but someone that really can transform themselves into Madonna because we can't unsee it. Like, I can't imagine Maddie on Euphoria, like speaking like Madonna, like that's so mind boggling to me. Yeah, I totally agree with that. But like when we were talking about like transforming, I see in the chat, like someone wrote Julia Garner and I've been seeing like she was one of the leading candidates to um, play Madonna and like seeing her in Ozark as Ruth compared to like Anna and inventing Anna is like two completely different people. And I think that she's just like such a good actress, like unreal that she would like really transform into the Madonna role. So I can see her doing like a really good job there. Yeah. For any Drag Race fans, um, Gigi Good is so good for this role, but um, I don't really think they'll have her play Madonna, but that's just my one Drag Race bit of the day. But if you look up Madonna, the unauthorized musical on YouTube, uh, 
Gigi Good really embodies Madonna there. Yeah. I, I I need Rebecca to give the drag race references because <laughs> I I kind of identify spiritually as a drag race fan. I, it's in my personality. I feel like it's so up my alley to be a like a diehard fan, but I just haven't invested the time. So I love when Rebecca give, gives me everything because <laughs> I'm trying to absorb everything. Last thing I'll say on on Madonna, and then we'll we'll move on. I think this will be really good, especially if someone, if the person cast to play Madonna is someone who our generation loves or idolizes or worships, like an Alexa Demi in terms of vibe or Julia Garner in terms of actress, performer. If it's someone who we all really love and idolize and all that, I think it'd be really good for Madonna because our generation, I don't think gives Madonna the respect that she deserves. I think at her it, given kind of the way that she is now, I, I I just think that we don't really respect her, and I don't I don't mean anybody in particular, but just you know the, the way that the, the media's relationship with her at this stage, I just think it it's kind of a disservice to her legacy, and I think that having somebody who we all know who's closer to like who's just our age more, I, I feel like it's gonna reignite the respect that Madonna deserves that that other generations yeah. have. The same way like Queen, like the Bohemian Rhapsody did for Queen. I have friends that have never been big Queen fans and I grew up listening to that. And then now I'm saying that as if I'm not 23 years old, but I mean, like I've listened to Queen growing up and then all of a sudden, like kind of a resurgence of just appreciation for Queen. And then I hope the same happens for Madonna because she's still going like this is a biopic now, but there'll be another one in 20 years. Yeah, I, I agree. I agree. And then by then we will have, we won't know who who they're casting because we won't have heard of them. (laughs) That's fair. (laughs) Yeah. Not excited. But for now, for now, it's somebody who is like two or three or four years older than us who are, it's like that age. We're at the exact age where the people who are being cast are the people that we look up to. You know, I always say that I feel like the people, especially growing up, like the Disney stars, the ones that you really looked up to were always a couple of years older than you, like mm-hmm. the, the for our, us, Miley, Selena, Demi. And so all these people are kind of that age. And so our age bracket, I think whoever is cast, it's going to be someone that our people our age just like eat up and are just like idolized and so excited for. And I, that's what Madonna deserves. Yeah. I'm excited. Oh, yeah, me too. And we'll update once we know more casting news with this, but For now, we're going to move on to the next story. And from no shock to anyone, it's Kanye, Pete, and Kim update. Um, Again, there is constantly, each day, there's more and more and more about this. But um, searching through the long list of things we could talk about them, we are, the stories that we are bringing up right now are that Kanye warns warns Pete Davidson, never stand between a man and his kids in Donda 2. So at a Donda 2 listening party, there was a lyric shared that says, uh, never stand between a man and his kids. Y'all ain't got enough security for this. Y'all ain't got enough security for this. Then he also added, I put your security at risk. I make your security equipped. Like we don't get paid enough for this. And that's kind of referencing something that we actually mentioned a bunch of episodes ago on Hollywood Dish is that Kanye felt as though Kim was putting her security and stopping Kanye from seeing his own kids. So this is like a twofer type of lyric saying that like, not only is Pete coming in and ruining the family, but also at the same time, Kim is also then using security to keep Kanye away from his kids. And then just to even bucket more off of this in Kanye's new music video, 
he's burying Pete Davidson and it's not like a picture of Pete. It's a replica of him that you could tell if we showed it without context, it's Pete Davidson. And it's a video of him burying him in the ground. And this is just keeps going and going and going. And like, I don't know when it's going to stop, but we're here to share the latest. And um, Nicole, what do you think? It is out of control and I am glad we always when when we have uh, Hollywood Dish episodes in between SNL episodes it's fun to talk a little bit about what we were right on wrong and as we discussed in the beginning Rebecca won this bet that SNL did not address Kanye and I think that was for the best this is just an insane story and and given Kanye's history with SNL and by that I mean it's a largely positive history he in terms of this generation, the last, I'd say the the second half of SNL, if you kind of bucket it into to, you know, 47 year history, the, the latter half of it, Kanye has been like top three most prevalent musical guests, probably. I'll look into the stats, but but he's he has been not the last couple years, but he was a huge presence on the show, great relationships. And I mean now it's to the point where he is so insanely in the news and yet SNL doesn't even touch the content. That's when you know that this this is just out of control. When you have, used to be such a common guest on SNL and you are making headlines every hour and it, they don't talk about you, like it, it's just, it's so disrespectful. And I, I mean, I mean, Kanye is so disrespectful and um, it's sad too. It's It's really sad that, like this is happening in the name of performance art. I think um, the Julia Fox update of the week is that she is just living life and I love her. She's she's like owning this so unapologetically that she's like, yeah, it was, it was parts of that were fake and I got a lot more famous off of it. She's just so, I, I love that. And so I'm fine if celebrities are doing these fake relationships, like at least they're being honest about it. It's performance art, but the way that Kanye is doing it is to a level that is harmful and dangerous and warrants extra security. And and Pete Davidson has had mental health issues that he's been open about that are, it's the kind of, the, the, the things that, that he's described that he's, he's struggled with are things that could really easily be triggered by, I mean, anyone would be easily triggered by this, but especially if you have had mental health issues that you've worked through and that, that you know, like, it's just, I... I, I can't believe it. And what a, honestly, I'm going to go like, what a fall from grace for Kanye West. One of the most talented genius, whatever, as he, as he took those words out of Kim's mouth, like so much talent, so many amazing songs. And then to act like this, it's, I don't know. And and it, as you said, Rebecca, where, where will it end? The, the album came out. So how long are you going to do this before you stop and go back and, and hang out at your ranch? Uh, that's my piece. I'm like, I'm, I'm exhausted from it, frankly. Morgan, what, what do you think? No, I like totally agree with what you were just saying. Like, when is it ever going to end? Like, I feel like something new has been coming up every single day. It's like hard to keep up with it. Um, but yeah, like when, when I listened to you guys, um, your last episode, when you guys were like discussing how, um, he was maybe doing all this a lot to just get a lot of attention and awareness to like his documentary that came out and his new album that released. And like, I can understand why he was trying to get a lot of attention there. 
Um, and he definitely did get a lot of attention, but it's still ongoing. Um, even when Kim is officially like single and divorced. Um, and I think that just dropped like today or yesterday Mm -hmm. or something. Yes. Um, Queen. Yes. Queen. Good for her. Um, but yeah, like maybe it's just cause he's upset about that. And he's seeing, he's probably seeing Julia like all over the place. Cause she's just like killing it in fashion week right now. And killing it. Yeah. And she's, she's actually like spitting out information about him, which I don't know if he's going to like, so it's, it, you don't know how he's going to take it. Um, so we're just going to have to wait and see, but I definitely think it was sad to see like him burying Pete and like Pete was trying to just kind of like stay away from everything as he should. I mean, he can speak out on what he wants to talk about, uh, whatever he feels comfortable with, but I think it's kind of good. He's just kind of like staying out of Yee's way and just like letting it play out. Yeah, definitely. And like, even what you said, Nicole, about him and his relationship with SNL in general, and the fact that it is actually crazy, like, that this is such a crossover, and that he is actually just like, so fixated on the SNL. And that's why they're not going to talk about him. And I'm going to say that they're not going to talk about him this week. And they're certainly not going to talk about him until Pete's back, at least, because if anyone, Pete would kind of have to give permission for them to even mention it, because this would really, really affect his life. But it's scary. Like, I would be scared if I was Pete. Like, yes, it is Kanye and it's performance art that he's burying him. But that's like, not, not a death threat. Like, pretty crazy. Agreed. here. You should, I'm glad that you said that. Cause it's like, it gave me the chills, but I, I think you needed to set like, it's literally like you, you can't even, you could never guess. And it's also like, sorry to cut you off, but it's like, even if Kanye isn't doing it, he's inciting people, his fans. And it's that, that I think the people Kanye is inciting are actually even scarier than Kanye himself. And that's like the power that Kanye holds is not something to be taken lightly. Yeah, and who's doing this? Like, who is allowing him to do this and helping him? He didn't make that video himself. That's even scarier. Agree. And on what Nicole you just said about like, um, like inciting things. Like, I think that's what Kim like vocally said that she was afraid about. Like, she wasn't maybe afraid of Kanye, but she was afraid of like Kanye's fans and like his group of people that he attracts. So that's why she was like, you need to like delete all of this because like you're just inciting everything. And like that, I think no wonder she has so much security right now. I mean, like it would be wrong if she didn't. Um, so yeah. Yeah. The last thing I have to say is people voted for him in the la- in, in an election. We forget so about that. So much money happens. Just think about that, that people voted for him in an election. Like that is That's, crazy. I don't, I don't blame Kim for being scared of the people that follow him considering people went to the vote, went to the polls and went all the way there to vote for Kanye West. Like his wife didn't vote for him, but people voted for him. Like that is actually just like another level. And I am sure we'll be here back here next week to talk about Kanye again. So just like stay tuned for that. And yep. we'll move on to the next yes. topic. Yeah. Well, just one more quick, quick note is, is Pete yeah. Davidson was absent last week. And I'm sure that a lot of Kanye fans thought they had something to do with it. He literally is busy filming a project. It's, it's not... Um, I'm sure they had their fun about it, but literally Pete Davidson is like a busy in-demand 
actor and comedian. It's like he 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 was busy. He he has this relationship with the show where more than other cast members have. He if he's if he's filming things, like he he goes. We know that's also been a trend with recent seasons is that the the show is encouraging if people have other projects to go take off for a week or six months or whatever you have to do to do it and then come back so that's not for pete especially but also for literally any cast member right now it was by no means out of the ordinary not to be there i think we were a little disappointed because it was the john mulaney episode and we wanted to see the two of them do something but it's just to be expected at this point in season 47 is if you have other projects you have other projects. And so Kanye fans, if you're listening, be sorry that wasn't about <laughs> you. Don't make it about you. And goodbye. Um, but anyway, moving right along to another story that I think is, I would say, will be talked about on SNL and um, something a little bit more political. But um, I'm excited to, to talk for this story specifically about what we think SNL might do with it. And that is Joe Biden's Supreme Court um, pick. So we have a new uh, a spot on, on the Supreme Court. And it is for the first time, assuming everything gets passed, which it's, that's a whole process, but it will be for the first time a Black woman on the su- Supreme Court, which is so exciting. It's about time. And that is Katanji Brown-Jackson. And she she is so cool. I She did improv in college. She graduated from Harvard with honors and she also did improv. And so for me, like if you can graduate from Harvard with honors and have the time emotionally to like survive improv comedy with everybody, like, like you're, you're, you're cool to me and you know how to budget your time. Cause that's like emotionally uh, difficult and annoying. So I'm just obsessed with her, everything I've looked up about her. And um, something I think will be talked about on SNL is Tucker Carlson um, who Alex Moffat portrays perfectly and hilariously, um, Tucker Carlson was demanding that we, um, we as, as citizens know her LSAT score, which he has never on record done for any other Supreme Court judge nominee. And so it was obviously blatantly racist and weird and messed up that he did that. Um, and it's like, it's just, and also, I mean, I, I didn't go to Harvard, but I, I saw on Twitter, people are like, at Harvard, it's actually like off to to be like asking people about that. And so obviously on an even bigger scale in Supreme Court justices, like if it's, if it's off at Harvard to talk about it, it's going to be off in the Supreme Court to talk about it. So Tucker Carlson, it's just like, you are, why? It's, it's like he, he made a laughingstock of himself by trying to be so... Uh, just desperate to speak poorly about her. And um, yeah, as, as I said, I think that this this story will probably take up a, a good amount of time. I'm also curious if Katanji Brown-Jackson is go- going, if assuming she gets passed, if she is going to make an appearance as, not 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 her, although that'd be a fun cameo, but if, if we're going to get somebody playing her, um, we got um, Matt Damon as Brett Kavanaugh, which I thought was like one of the most fun celebrity cameos we can kind of judge SNL sometimes for having too many celebrities come in to to play these people but I I thought Matt Damon was a good example of how it can be done uh well even though I have my qualms with Matt Damon but whatever so that's a whole whole story Rebecca thoughts well one I'm so happy that Katanji Brown Jackson is going 
to be on the Supreme Court. So I think that's awesome. I didn't even know she did improv in college. And as someone who finished their um, eight-week improv class last night, um, I really enjoy that. Oh, yes. Thank you. I graduated. Um, And yeah, I mean, this is like so just blatantly racist. I mean, there's no other way to think. There's nothing else it's really like, that much more to say. Like, really, like he has yet to question anyone else. Like, okay, Tucker Carlson, what was your GPA in college? Like, oh, I'd like to know that. What was your? I'd SAT like to score? know. Like, really? Like, literally, if the roles were reversed, not only would he be so insulted, but I'm sure she can outsmart him in any platform. And it doesn't even matter. Like, you don't talk about it. I like. When was the last time, like, you, someone asked you to go out on your ACT? No, the last person that asked me was my college application, and that was it. doesn't matter. Even if she didn't do well, which, I mean, I'm sure she did. Um, I think, like, it doesn't matter. She's chosen. She's smart. She's proven to be smart and just really good. She's, like, the nominee for this. Like, sh- shut up, Tucker Carlson. Carl, I can't even say his name, right? It's so messed up that I, and I'm, I feel like everybody – that I've talked to is in agreement with this, which makes me feel good. Everyone's just yes. like, oh. what do you think, Morgan? Yeah. No, yeah. I just like, it was just absurd that he even made that comment in the first place. Like there are just so many bigger things happening in the world um, that he could have like been talking about or yeah. like, wanted to focus on. And he chose to just put down another woman. So and a few yep. days before yeah. International Women's Day, yeah. no less. Yeah. I mean, it was bro. Just a put, totally a put down and just, I don't even know why he would say that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. And like not to be ageist, but it's not like she's 19 where I would say that the closer you are, or I guess you take your LSAT and you're more like 22, 23, but like I would say not that it's so important for intelligence measuring, but like the closer that you are to taking it has like more of an implication, you know? And like the amount of life she has lived, the amount of experience she has had since she took that, it's like she has done so many impressive things with her career since she took the LSAT. So like, how does it matter? Like if if, if you're 23, 24, yeah, it has some implications for your qualifications, like sure. But it pales in comparison to like a multi-decades long career in law and in in the judicial system and in all that stuff. It's just like, it's so, that was so long ago for her and she has done so many things since then. And it's just like, but the more we talk about it, the more I'm like, I really, I'm, I'm excited. And I feel confident that we're going to see Alex Moffat without his Tucker Carlson uh-huh. impression. Um, it's a, it's it's probably my favorite Alex Moffat impression. I, I don't talk about him that much. Like, he's just not, like, in terms of things that cast members do that I'm, like, obsessed with, he doesn't do as many things I'm obsessed with as, like, the average cast member, so I don't bring him up that much. But this is probably my favorite thing that he does. Yeah. And I really want to see it this week. Oh, me too. And I just, I wish she looked back at him and was like, 700 perfect score no one's gonna look it up you know like yeah so i think it's out of so i only crazy. know this from legally blonde i only know it from legally blonde it's out of 180 right oh wait, you're so right because i was I, thinking oh, like oh, i wouldn't know it no you're no you're I, right you're right i didn't sorry. take the lsat and if i, I did i would not have done well yeah i didn't see so you're it. right okay i wish he looked at him and said 181 and i'm sure he wouldn't even question because i doubt he even knows the score Oh, he wouldn't know. He would just, he would be like, well, I know people who got a 196, so. (laughs) 
that's what it's so far say. off from 200 <laughs> yeah. oh my god yeah this is perfect snl material because it's oh like, it's so good it's so messed up but it's also it's it's fun to laugh at to a point and i, I don't want to diminish like the the issue of it but it's like it is so absurd that it's like there there's a lot to like make fun of with tucker carlson so yeah this, this will be we will be seeing this and i think that snl will handle it in like a good in a good way i'm excited to see what they do yeah and on to the on to the next story this is someone who if you asked me like five years ago i would never in a million years think we'd be talking about her again but Lindsay lohan is expanding her partnership with netflix signing a deal to starring two new films for the streaming service. Lohan is, has a leading role in Netflix's upcoming holiday romantic comedy called Falling for Christmas, which will premiere later this year. But in addition to that, she signed on a deal with them to make two more movies for the service. And I mean, I am so happy to be hearing about Lindsay Lohan. I mean, I feel like the last we heard about her just in life before she kind of resurfaced was not the most positive. and not the most positive news besides her and Mykonos, which I mean, like, that's kind of like the last Lindsay Lohan. I saw she was like living it up in her nightclub in Mykonos. But I'm so excited for this. Lindsay Lohan, I mean, she was our childhood. She was the movie star of our childhood. I'm so excited to see this again. And Morgan would love to get take on this. I have loved Lindsay since like the Parent Trap days. Like that's my all-time favorite movie um, and I've loved like all of her movies, like leading up to like her early twenties, I guess, like Freaky Friday and like all those Herbie fully loaded, like going way back. Um, so obviously we know like she's had some time to, um, mentally recover and just like work on herself. And I think that's really good when like actors or celebrities like do that. And then they can kind of ease their way back into what they love doing. Um, and so I'm happy that she's kind of like easing her way back with the rom-coms. Um, I think she'll do like really good in that kind of role. Um, but yeah, no, she's just always like a breath of fresh air now, like just seeing her like succeed and just seeing her like in her like field that she loves to do now she's older. It's just fun. I agree. I think we all have that in common that she was a huge part of our childhood. I think we forget how big she was at the, at the time because she hasn't done as much in, in recent years as, comp- again, like a Miley Cyrus. Miley Cyrus and Lindsay Lohan were huge in, in our childhoods, but Miley has done more. So it's like, it's easy to forget. But Lindsay Lohan, The Parent Trap was my, it was, it, it came out the year I was born, I think 1998. And were we all born in 98? I don't know. I think 99. so, yeah. 99. So, yeah, it's like that was yeah. like probably for all of us like one of our first movie memories was was that. Like we probably all watched it as soon as we could watch movies that weren't like, you know, made for babies and <laughs> and she is something that is so exciting that I am screaming about is she is Lindsay Lohan has hosted SNL four times four times and you know what that means is if she hosts one more time she's in the five timers club and that makes her an SNL legend it puts her in the ranks with a pretty as we saw a little bit of this past weekend it puts her in the ranks with a pretty exclusive very legendary club and I 
it would be the most beautiful justice to her after all these years. She she hosted four times in obviously a pretty small amount of time because she hasn't hosted in a while. And so clearly she was a reliable, well-liked host internally and externally with the audience. And I think when these movies come out or even before they do, SNL, I, I feel very confident that we're going to see Lindsay Lohan join the Five Timers Club in the next I'd love to see it in the spring. I think that these movies, it's going to take a bit. So maybe season 48, 49, but it would be so, I can't, I, I have the chills just thinking about it. Cause it's just, how often does that happen? Somebody joining the five timers club who hosted boom, 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 one, two, three, four, and then takes a long time off and then comes back. That happened. Yes. That doesn't really happened. And it would just, it would be so amazing. I'm actually getting emotional. Yes. Oh it would be so good. I mean, Oh. I would love to see Lindsay Lohan, who also has not aged a day, mind you. She looks the exact same way she did in Freaky Friday. And my hopes for these upcoming movies is, speaking of Freaky Friday, Ultimate is one of the best songs ever, in my opinion. And I would love if in one of these next two films that are coming out, she has music. She has a song. I would mm. live for that. So that she could do host and that musical girl guest. was a teenage drama queen. Uh-huh. <laughs> every day wanna be. Also look back and you won't believe. Mor- Morgan cut her off. That Morgan cut her off. Me. Okay, Okay, wait. Two things. Number one, you're forgetting the best song, Take Me Away, like her band and Freaky Friday. Oh yeah. also second, like I feel like we need SNL like this season there. I feel like there has not been that many girl hosts, uh, which kind of makes me like upset. I just think it's like guy after guy after guy. And I'm just like looking for the ladies out here. So that's right. Yeah. And someone in the comments was saying Y2K is coming back. It totally is. So that would be like a really good move for SNL to have her host for sure. Yes. I, I would live. It would be so good. I'm freaking out. This would be so be good. so important to us. I, Wait. And I think I'm having a visceral reaction because I forgot how important she was to us because, like, we haven't seen her in so long doing stuff. Like, she was a meme in Mykonos, but we haven't seen her, like, in earnest in a while. And it's just the justice being served. Yes. Oh, Wait, please. speaking about Y2K and on your guys' last episode, you guys said that you o- you always have to mention Britney Spears. So is this where we're going to mention Britney Spears? Yes. Yes. Yes, yes Morgan. Why isn't Britney right. coming back and hosting after she's like had her comeback to reality and her breakthrough from the conservatorship? Like it could be a really good move for her to like come on SNL and like tell her story and just to like be with everyone like live and just come back. Yes. That'd be great. I mean. That would be great. Even on her book tour, like this could be, this is the ultimate PR move is to go on SNL. She'll talk about her book in the monologue. Like I, I would actually, I would, I would really have a crazy reaction. I know that's how you were feeling with Lindsay Lohan. That would be wild. But if Britney Spears was on SNL, that would be so good because we're not seeing any impressions of her this season. So Mm -hmm. I would really love it if she came on. It's a good call, Morgan. It's a good call. And I'm glad you reminded us. It's a tradition here. We have to talk about her every time, except I think we should forget one day because the day we forget will be the SNL where they have it on just based on our <laughs> luck. We're going to have to forget one day just to make sure because I, when we forget, that's when she'll be mentioned. But I think it was Sammy last week who said that 
or maybe it was, it was somebody who was saying Britney Spears would be a good cameo right now if Britney, if yes. Chloe does her Britney impression. I could see Britney doing a cameo before I could see her hosting or being a musical guest. And I think I could see that very soon. Whereas Lindsay, I think if she makes an appearance, it's just going to be like, boom, five timers club. Brittany, I could see her anytime very soon when, or whenever she's ready. Cause she's been through a lot, needless to say, I could see her doing a something with Chloe side by side at for a, a two second thing. And it would just be an instant classic moment. And uh, I, I would honestly, I would be surprised again, like Lindsay, I would be surprised if we do not see Britney herself on SNL this spring. And I think it will be a cameo. I don't think it will be a host or musical guest capacity, but oh, we I want her. We want to see her. We, whatever I would she love new music to too. Even if she creates a new song, I know we were discussing like the title of her book. What if she comes mm-hmm. out with a single before and the book is in relations to the name of the song? So like the title of the book is that, and then she's on SNL to promote the book and she sings the song as a musical guest in addition to hosting. Mm. And then it's like Britney mania. I think that'd be so good. Yes. Some Taylor Swift level uh, Easter egging, like maybe she has the book out before the song and people connect the dots. Yeah. She should consult Taylor Swift and make some magic happen. Oh my gosh. Y2K everybody. Like, Yes. I have the chills. My my four-year-old self is shake. Like this is because we, we like we we love that era, but we were literally like little toddlers running around during it. So it's yeah. gonna be fun <laughs> to experience those vibes now as grown people. Cause we all remember it, but our memories are like watching TV. It wasn't like going and experiencing it wearing those clothes. It's like we were like six years old, seven years old. So it's cool that it's coming back and we're living it, not just living vicariously through the tabloids, through the media. And uh, yeah, thank you, Morgan, for for bringing up. Yes. That's our tradition here. Anything else on Lindsay, Brittany, Y2K? No, not for me. I think it's... Anything I just Morgan? love to see them. I'm like, I, have the ch- I, I think this is the most excited I've been on Hollywood Dish, period. Like, I, I, I'm like... I have yes. my body I'm so excited. Lindsay deserves the world. Like, yeah, I'm gonna go have to have an or like Oreos with peanut butter after this, like <laughs> a la Parent Trap. Um, yes. Oh man. Okay. Well, I think we should dive into our little rapid fire section. A lot of uh, kind of similar little little stories here. Yeah. So mine is gonna be it's two engagements, and it is Sydney Sweeney for, of Euphoria fame, also fantastic on the white lotus i i prefer i think her character on the white lotus is a lot more endearing than hers on euphoria um but i I love i love sydney more than i love uh cassie i think she's she's very good at playing irritating characters like amazing actress very like if you guys have yeah she's been in a lot she was in pretty little liars back in the day she she like kind of made all all those rounds um when she was coming up so she's engaged to her longtime-ish boyfriend, Jonathan Devino. He's like 38 vibes. So I, um, it's not, you know, thankfully they have not been dating for 10 years or whatever. I, so when I said long time, that's not really what I meant because she is not, she's like one year older than us. So we wouldn't want her to have been dating a 38 year old for more than a couple of years. And um, I mean, I'm excited for her. I think that, she had a really big season and people are like the 
everybody is is obsessed with her rightfully so and so i think he he like put a ring on it uh at a good time and so i'll i'll say that one and then my my second one in tandem and then i'll hear what you guys think is Joey King. And I combine those because they're both kind of related to Jacob Elordi, who is a, a big uh, tablet. Like he, 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 I don't think we've talked about him much, but he makes his way into the news constantly. And Joey King is engaged to her boyfriend, Stephen Piet, P.A. I don't know how he pronounces it, but it sounds like a word that I don't know how to pronounce. And um, Joey King from The Kissing Booth, um, she was in the dd and what's that called um with the the munchausen by proxy show she was so good at it she played um the the the, the kid in it and so she she's like super talented but i think she's i'm checking how old she is she is younger than us so i'm like all these people around our age are getting engaged and i'm kind of like uh oh, okay <laughs> uh, uh but um okay yeah, she's 22 so i think she's july she's like a few days young older than you morgan july 30 1999 is her birthday she's yeah. a leo like us yeah and so, she played she yeah. played gypsy gypsy blanche in uh exactly yeah. blanchard yeah yeah so she she's really blanchard. good my main takeaway is just like okay all these people my age are getting engaged and i i'm certainly not but so yeah. it's just like you, fun news yeah you took that word right out of my mouth i was gonna say can people like my age stop getting engaged um please because because that only makes it feel like we're getting older and maybe like I'm nowhere near that yet but yeah I'm super happy for both of them I mean like this Sydney Sweeney is just such a hot topic right now and I think this just only adds to it like these few months are probably gonna be the best time in her life because like she is all over the place and that's so good and hopefully like Joey King will like get married and then just like sit at home and never work again um (laughs) I really don't like her. I don't know who decided she was a good. I don't know who decided she was like a good actress. Okay, T. I don't I agree. It. I didn't. I didn't. I never saw her. Her. Her main beautiful work of art. Uh, the kids. I hated I, I her from Ramona and Jesus. I hated her from okay. Ramona and Jesus when I was younger. <laughs> I didn't younger. see that either. She is one. That of was just such like, a good movie, though. I love no actually she was in that movie with Selena Gomez, and that's the other person that I could go on a rant about and say like, who decided she was a good singer? Again, no one. Like, I can't with Joey King. Her, she makes me cringe when I saw this that we were going to be talking about it. I was like, I don't know how to say anything nice about it, but happy for her. Okay. <laughs> All right. Um, I honestly, when I saw that Sydney Sweeney was engaged, like, I was surprised because, well, I feel like we've never really like seen any pictures of her with her boyfriend or like. Literally, I don't, I've never heard of him ever or, like, seen them together or anything like that. So, like, I was shocked. And, like, right after the uh, Euphoria season finale, um, it's just int- – yeah, like, Rebecca – sorry, Nicole, like, what you were saying, interesting timing. Happy for her. Um, I wonder, like, how this is going to, like, affect her life. I feel like she's, like, lined up to be doing, like, big projects, I'm assuming, um, I think they're doing she's filming right now. Yeah, I feel like she's filming something. She's doing something with um, Halsey, right? Oh, maybe. She's, yeah. She's like books and busy. Collaborating on something. Yeah. So like, I don't know. She might be like Madonna. Person. True. She did. She's, she's one of the people she, she seemed like one of the people who auditioned, but not one who was still in that intensive phase. I think that it was like, 
She looks like uh, a young Madonna, honestly. She could she could definitely be Madonna. Yeah, I think if we're talking SNL, I think Sydney Sweeney will definitely host SNL soon. I think before I don't think Joey King so you'll be happy to, to hear this. I, I don't think Joey King will, but I think Sydney Sweeney is is like so primed to do it. We we would say Zendaya would. She's the main star of Euphoria. Yes. But I think if she hasn't done it yet, then like we'd be very unlikely to see it because she has been so people have been wanting this for for years from Zendaya and I think if she hasn't done it yet then maybe she just won't do it she she is booked literally euphoria cannot yeah. film for like 2 years because she is so booked it's like ba 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 either between red carpets and humongous movies and tv shows and whatever like she doesn't have time for SNL and I can respect that but Sydney Sweeney I think is a good balance of a huge get a huge star very big right now but also I think would love to do it and would have so much fun with it and would take the time to do it so I think we're gonna see Sydney Sweeney in the spring I would love to see one of the euphoria cast members host or like make a cameo yeah. or do something I would definitely say I would think Zendaya would totally do that to like promote everything that's going on but like you said she's literally so busy so I don't even think it would fit in her schedule but yeah. We'll pray that she does. Yeah. Yeah. I, it's, I mean, I'm game for Hunter Schaefer to host SNL. Oh, um, that 100%. Would be, that is my number one. That okay, is my number went, one right. choice. She for would have so host. much fun with it. She would like, yes. she would be so fun. She just like her, her whole She's personality. So I good. think would, she would just like, like let her guard down and just like be present and like goofy like okay uh-huh. i think she'd be the best with the so dominic right. fike with the dominic fike musical guest please no we we debated this like on tiktok and in, in our my comments section I'm, for yes. a second. i don't want to see mean, that I'm like, PR I'm, an, for me. I'm an og dominic fike like from the guest, and that makes like you fan than me it does um and he also though i've seen pictures of him and hunter shaper out like yeah kind of looking like they're dating and i was I thought they were dating they are yeah they are confirmed right and i think yeah yeah. Mm. i really think this this would be good i think i I think it's two pr vibes for me Uh, i would die for him to be a guest a musical guest anyway like he's honestly a perfect type of person i know we have like charlie xcx coming up and like same like similar kind of vibes in a way like yeah i can't explain it like Yes, Charlie XX is a huge, huge star, but I feel like Dominic Fike is more on the rise, and I think that's kind of... It reminds me a bit of, of Jack Harlow's level of yes. fame when he did Musical Guest. He's he's so much more famous now, but he yes. was on the rise. It was before his collaboration with Lil Nas X. It was, I didn't know who he was, and now I can't imagine not knowing who he is. So it's, yeah, I, it seems a little <laughs> bit like that. One of my friends here, like, was best friends with him in high school. So, like, flex. I just know, I know, I just laugh whenever we hear Jack Harlow because we just say, like, oh, Jack Harlow from high school. Um, oh my god! Him. Any stories? But, any tea for the pod? No, unfortunately, no. I'll try and I'll try and get some out of him. But um, my next rapid fire, since this, the, I was lengthy, is not much more to comment. But Sophie Turner and Joe Jonas are expecting their second baby, which is just really exciting for them and I really hope it's a girl just to stay in the vibe with the Jonas cousins or sisters yeah because right now they all have daughters and I think that would be just extra cool for their girl group they're they're obviously impending girl group but I think at this point we're in the clear because each Joe bro has a daughter 
So it's like kind of, except for Frankie, he, he does not have children, but uh, he's like our age or younger than us. Yeah. But um, so he's one we don't, okay. so everyone's getting engaged in and having kids our age, but he's not. So we could yeah. feel good. There's one person, but I think they all have a, a daughter now. So at this point, like whatever happens, happens. Cause they're all like the, the, the Joe, the, the Jonas cousins are, are set. So we're good. Yeah, also Boy, it's girl, cousins. Whatever. There could be a boy in the max side cast. Sure yeah morgan what do you think um i'm unsure i mean like another girl could be fun like you said it adds to the to the girl group there but like regardless i mean great for them amazing love it yeah love it yeah um do we, does anyone else have another rapid fire i think that's really all i had i feel like we were yeah. booked in this episode um okay yeah. so what, what we'll do now is I'll quickly run through all the topics that we talked about. And in one, just you pick a topic. What do you think they'll mention on SNL this week? So we talked about Madonna biopic, Kanye, Pete, Kim, the Supreme Court, Tucker Carlson, sorry, Lindsay Lohan, um, a lot of Euphoria talk, Sophie and Joe's, and then Joey King and Sydney Sweeney. So what does everyone think will definitely be talked about this week? And let us know in the chat also what you think. Yes. I... I'm going to go with what I said earlier, the Tucker Carlson Supreme Court story. That's mine. Morgan, what about you? Hmm. I can tell you what they're not going to talk about. (laughs) (laughs) They're probably not going to discuss Pete or Kanye. I would hope they don't, but like part of me kind of wants them to like bring it up or like do some kind of like recognition about it because Kanye wasn't just coming for he like he was coming for Lauren Michaels and SNL. So like I could see why they would like bring that up. Maybe like not even talk about Pete, but like something like that. I'm unsure though. Yeah. So that, so I'm going to say the Tucker Carlson stuff as a safe bet, but what I actually think they could do, you know how they've done before? Like, the auditions and they did it for like Jurassic Park, for example, where they bring it yeah. in. I don't really know how this would fit into Madonna biopic, but because they would really just have like Chloe Feynman doing impressions of people auditioning for Madonna. But yep. I think they might talk about Madonna. Why not? A risky That choice. would be so fun. My honestly, my favorite like impression, uh, you know, rotating like door kind of thing has always been the audition ones when they did the Oscar host ones, the Jurassic park ones. It's just, mm-hmm. it's the perfect showcase for the impressionist cast members. Cause it's, mm-hmm. it's pre-recorded. So it, you could do as many as you want. It's that you can mm-hmm. do all the yeah. dress changes. Like every time they do that and they haven't done it in a while. And I really, yes. it's one of my favorite things that, that SNL does. And they had Pete David as oh. Adam Sandler, and that's my favorite one ever. And he's like, turkey lurkey. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's like literally my favorite. So I, that could be fun. I don't know if it'd be good for I Madonna. I'm glad you said that. Like, oh, I think it'd be amazing. Something. It would be, like, it would just, it would be just like, it would be so Heidi. funny though. If like people like that, there we could see Chris, Chris Red as Kanye auditioning for Madonna. Oh, like, like, come on. If they're going to talk about him, let him do something like that. And then let Kanye spiral off about Madonna. Like, please. I think that'd be really funny. Um, so yeah, so that's what we think we'll mention. Um, and I agree with Morgan. They're yeah. not going to bring up Kanye again. But yeah. unfortunately, or fortunately, 
it's, yeah, it's Kanye cool. did that to himself. He 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 like wrecked that relationship. It was yep. how cool to like have such a long-standing relationship with SNL where you're on so many times and impersonated so many times and then it's like you're in the news and SNL just doesn't want to talk about yep. you. It's 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 sad. But um anyways, that was so much fun, Morgan. You yes. were so much fun. This we're going to definitely have to have you on again and and do that. It was so much fun. And um yeah, I'm going to let like talk about a little bit what is coming up on the SNL network and then Morgan, I want you to plug everything what you're up to after that, but just just briefly what what we have. So we are back. Oscar Isaac is hosting with musical guest Charlie XCX. She is making her grand return and she said they were going to find a date and she did. And it was sooner than I would have guessed. And I think I'm just excited. She, she, she deserves it. And I think she has new stuff coming out. So the timing worked even better than maybe her original date. So things work out. Paul Rudd had his justice last week. So the world is kind of at peace again and, and things are falling into place. So as always, we're going to have our hot take show. I will be there this week. So if my voice doesn't annoy you too much, definitely join the hot take show this week on in our live chat. It is so much fun just to like be in the chat when I, anytime I'm not on the show, I just like love being in the chat for those right after you watch SNL. It's just like, everybody's just plugging with, with their, with their hot takes. And so that's going to be 1am Eastern right after SNL airs this weekend. And then we'll be back with a round table Monday where we dive a little bit deeper. I'll be there. And Rebecca will be there. So you can't escape us this week. You really can't escape us. You're going to try to, but you're not going to be able to. (laughs) Yeah, you'll try, but sucks. But if you really want to escape us, then you wait until the patron feedback show on Wednesday. And unless we crash, we're not going to be there. But Honestly, we'll know if you you avoid us on purpose and we'll crash. So the patron feedback show is on Wednesday. That's always really fun. John talks to our patrons live. If you ever want to be a patron and talk to John live about SNL, just honestly talk about anything. People just end up talking about whatever they want. And it's it's really fun. It's fun to watch. And you, you can join our Patreon at the SNL Network dot com slash the SNL network not at it's not a social handle but you you know what I mean it's a website you could go look patreon.com slash the SNL network and then for the third consecutive week before we take another little hiatus with SNL we will be back on Thursday right here and we're gonna talk about what we talked about this week and, and and compare like we did today what we got right what we got wrong we're gonna talk about the new stories in the news and we're just going to be back. It's going to be so much fun. So so join us right back here. I think we're going to go back to our usual time, 8 p.m. Yes. Eastern. So, so thank you all again if you're live in the chat on YouTube with us for accommodating the, the change. We, it means so much to us that people are here live. It's just so much fun. And also, if you're not here live, we appreciate you just as much. If you're listening in your car or driving your kids to school or while you clean your room or while you're procrastinating, whatever, however you're listening, we appreciate it so much. We love doing this and we love just connecting with everybody. So thank you all. Okay. Morgan, where can people find you? And also what are you up to? What, what, what's like, what do you want people to go check out that you're, that you're working on? <laughs> um, yeah. Thank you guys. First off, so much for having me. It's just so much fun. Um, you guys can find me on my Instagram and TikTok and Twitter at Morgan Kaloran. Um, and uh, what I'm doing right now, um, I'm a full-time social media manager for a new energy drink company called Brain Fuel. 
That's also in my Instagram bio. So you guys can check that out and give us a try. Um, but yeah, that's really what I'm up to. I'm coming live from Chicago. So represent. Yeah. Thank you for having me. Yeah. It thank you so much pleasure. for being here. It was so fun. Damn. I wish you were on next week. I'm actually going to be recording from Chicago. So we could have no. done ah. in person, which would have oh, been crazy. Yeah. But yes. Um, yes, I will. You can find me you guys anywhere. Up. Yeah. We're going to watch the river get dyed green together. Um, that's, Wait, that's like the name of what I'm going. Yeah, I'll definitely text you. But yeah. it's find me anywhere at a barbecue. Um, and listen to Monday for the roundtable. I'll be there. And I am so excited for the episode. I love Charlie XCX. So I cannot wait for that. And yeah, tune in next Thursday at 8 p.m. Eastern time. And yeah, thank you all for listening. Yeah. Thank you so and much, you Morgan, find, for joining. You can find me at Nicole Rovine on anything except as we talked about last time I changed my TikTok and I'm counting down the days till I can change it back it was just such a random decision but I think if you search my name you could still find it so just Nicole Rovine Instagram Twitter TikTok Nicole 80798 right now I don't want to talk about it did you pick the numbers it's my birthday Oh, it's my birthday. You need, you need, I know, you know, I know. You need like a barbecue name where it's not your name. I know, but, like, I want that. That's like, I'll, I'll brainstorm like, for you. I'll brainstorm. Can for you? you? Okay. Uh, when we get yeah. off offline, we're going to do that yeah. right now. But, um, okay. So, yeah, you could find me wherever. Like, I, I've gotten more wide ranging, like my succession. You, you, every, you know, like I, I was just so hardcore. I've like, I've really, diversified She's content so I've t- I've calmed down think think I it was necessary but um yeah and then on the SNL network social medias we're doing so many cool things our team is growing and so like we have a lot of people helping out and it's just it's like so much fun everybody and um yeah just like we so appreciate when you check out what we're up to on Instagram Twitter TikTok YouTube, obviously, if you're here right now, thank you. Hit the like, hit the subscribe, like all, all you know the drill. Leave us a review, uh, send it to your friends, all, all those little clicks <laughs> send and Send it claps. to your parents. Send it to your parents. Just any yeah. click and clacking like helps us. It literally doesn't matter what kind you, you do. A like, a subscribe, a review, like anything you want to do. If you just do something, we appreciate it so much. And um. Yeah, we'll see you next time. Have a great one and take care, everybody. Bye. Bye.